Hi, I'm Ray Stacanus, and I have a three-year-old girl. Hi, I'm Robert Chan, and I have a three-year-old boy. Hi, I'm Marshall Givens, and I have a seven-year-old boy and two five-year-old twins. Girls. And we are My Three Dads. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the episode, first episode, premiere pilot, we're still trying to figure this out, episode of My Three Dads. You may have heard us talk about this show on Knowing is Half the Podcast in jest for years now. We've decided we had the time because we're all in quarantine. Let's (laughs) make it happen. Let's do the thing. Let's record an episode of My Three Dads and see what happens. Of course, I said before, my name is Ray Stacatus with Robert Clark Chan, Marshall Gibbons, and we are we are here to talk about kids and young kids cartoons. Mm-hmm. You guys, how are y'all doing on, on this fine day? Making it through. Pray for us. We're, 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 <laughs> we're doing it. So it's a little late, so uh feeling a little loopy. feel a little bad because I feel like at the beginning of that intro, we're still trying to work it out, but it felt like you wanted us to say, my three dads. And you I did. Say, I 100% yeah, wanted I you that. to, and I didn't, oh, you, I, we didn't talk about oh, it. I thought organically you would just do it, but that it was a It felt like it was missing, too. It <laughs> felt like it. Oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. Fail. Maybe in episode two. We'll see. I honestly feel like it's easy. Let's just not do it at all. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll try it once and we'll see uh, if anybody's brain melts. We're trying things, you know, it's an idea we had and it's like a half idea that we had that we're trying to make happen. Uh, uh, Myself, a couple of half ideas together and it makes a whole idea. That's all I know. (laughs) We're trying. I remember Uh, that from math. All three of us uh, have kids, have younger kids. And so we thought it would be fun to share our experiences as being dads, as well as talking about cartoons geared towards younger children Mm -hmm. and seeing if they pass the ultimate test of would I as a parent watch this 50 times in a row? Because when you have young kids, that's exactly how it works. You don't have a choice. No, you watch one thing and you watch it on repeat. Oh, the, guys, how many times have you seen Frozen 2 at this point? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, a lot currently, because it is January 7th, 2021, uh, it's been a lot of soul. A lot of soul. Soul. Uh, not watched the soul yet. I'm interested kids are not in the feeling soul. soul. My kids are not feeling soul. Uh, have you watched, they, ha- like, have you watched uh, it, though? Yeah, they're not feeling it. Okay. Did, they what they did you were feel? not feeling <laughs> Because I, uh, I wasn't really feeling it. it that much either. I was like, nah, I could have done without it too. Okay. okay. <laughs> Knowing you have problems with the fact you have to watch it on, on loop basically must be a real, like emphasize yeah, the problems. Well, that's the thing is the first time I watched it, I was like, eh, this is fine. Uh, but then uh, third or fourth time, like, okay, now I know what I don't like about this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put together a medium. You've gotten article. the opportunity to solidify this argument. <laughs> you got evidence now. Yeah, you're going to have like an article. <laughs> you got time-stamped on- evidence. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have an article on Medium about like, on its 50th viewing, here's why Soul doesn't hold up. How, how Soul Has None by Robert <laughs> oh. Clark Chan. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. It's not a bad movie, but you know. Didn't hit you right. That's fine. Movies are allowed to not hit you right. (laughs) It's got problems. (laughs) So I want, there was a topic I wanted to bring up here. uh, I thought would be a good, uh, fun thing to talk about. And that is bedtime because Mm. bedtime with young kids is often a battle. (laughs) It is often 
I mean, for maybe you guys can, maybe you guys have had no issues with bedtime whatsoever, but usually we have a pattern. And as long as we follow the, follow the script of bedtime, it goes recently over the past few days, our, our, our blessed child has decided to act up and not follow her copy of the script while we've been going about it. Uh, what have, what have, before I share my story, what have your guys' bedtime experiences been like? I will tell you, uh, for almost his entire life, he has been amazing. He would go to sleep real early, um, early on in his life. We, we sleep, uh, slept trained. What is the past tense of sleep training? Uh, we sleep traininged him, and uh, <laughs> he was he would just go to bed, and that was it. And we turn on the light, and it was quiet, blessed silence. We could do things, have a life after he went down. Um, and uh, nap times were kind of the same. Um, and even now, he's not napping. We've just decided you're going upstairs at two o'clock. I'm going to shut the door. I will come get you later. But you have to play there quietly. And, uh, you know, I hear him bumping around, so I know he's not napping. Um, But, like, he's cool. He's cool with that. And, like, I do not take that for granted. It is so wonderful. Recently, and maybe even at, like, exactly the same time as your kids started acting up, he started acting up. Um, He's doing a lot more screaming. But still, when we're done and we're like, we're going now, close the door, he is quiet. And that is okay. That is a gift. That is that is a gift. That is yeah. Magic. Yes. Y'all solo children having lucky devils. <laughs> no, no. I, yeah, what, what is that? What is that like with twins? Because I can only imagine the 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 pure sadness, the pure hell okay. game that it must be like. So I'll just say I'll put like that. Okay, so having one said our oldest is two years older than the girls than the twins. So you right. Two so, years of just. Open. So we had two years of just him, and we're like, all right, we're just gonna do what we need to do. He's gonna be in the bed whenever he needs, whatever, because it's still young, whatever. And then, you know, co-sleeping crib, whatever next to it. Okay, cool. In his room now. Okay, but now the but then here come the girls, right? So now we got to deal with that. So now by the time they're in the same room together, all like three, two cribs and a little, you know, kitty bed for the the for three year old, like. We can't, you can't, you lose options in terms of trying to like train them to go to sleep or to do anything. You just lose options when they, when they're both in the same like, one room, of them's right? Gotta be awake. And one, then three of them, one of them's got to be awake. Like it just, and, but okay. So like, if it was just two of them, you would lose options. Right. But, but the fact that there's three and they all three are so different within them, like just the chemistry alone, the body chemistry alone makes them sleep differently, right? So, for example, I grew up not sleeping a lot. Like I was just a kid like who didn't sleep a lot. And then once I was old enough to be cognizant of it, I really didn't want to sleep a lot because I had FOMO, fear of missing out. Couldn't go to sleep. I was an only child, so like I was just like, nah, man, I'm not going to sleep. It's not. Oh, gonna then happen. there were all yeah, the murder trolls that would sneak into your room and just try to kill you. Like, that's, that's normal, right? That's everybody had that. That's like, yeah, oh yeah, 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 those dudes. But we yeah. used to hang out because I like I was lonely too, so we would just talk. <laughs> the <murder laughs> Yeah, we we were cool. Like we hung out. Uh, we used to look at the creepy picture of my great grandmother that was like a portrait. That oh, no. was in your that room. Was, in your room? Yeah. In your room. Yeah. Oh no. Growing up, there was a portrait of my great grandmother in the room. And because she was okay, so great grandmother, so that means she was born in the eighteen hundreds. 
So the portrait was like, oh, definitely early photography technology. Oh, so the and it was big enough where the eyes would follow me around the room. So like oh, that was always oh. the scariest thing. So you're about saying it. I should put a big old life size portrait <laughs> of please, Vigo the Carpathian in his room. Please. If, unless you unless you want Peter McNichol to show up at your house to take your baby, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. it. It feels like so, borderline, you know, kind of abuse to me. I don't know. It, it would be. It would totally be abuse. Oh, no, so that's because anyway, your so, parents didn't want that in their room. And yeah, but exactly. they had to put it up somewhere. So like you it's got to go somewhere. So he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was creepy painting story. <laughs> So, so, okay. So I don't, I never slept. Right. So that's like in my DNA. So I have one kid who doesn't want to sleep, did like has no interest in the sleep at all. And, and so fights it all the way through. Fine. I have another kid who doesn't fight sleep. She just can't turn her brain off. So she'll just keep talking until like she will fall asleep talking. That is which like, cause that's when her brain decides to ask all the questions is like, it's like on the way to sleep so like so she's literally like the other two can fall asleep to her talking and asking questions like that's how bad it gets it's just like she's still talking eventually the other two will fall asleep in the same room but only because they're used to it like so that's what i deal with it's like three different sleep styles all dealing with and then the one who talks all night she sleeps throughout the entire night. She will not get up. She like does not need to get up to go potty. She has not 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 once had an accident at all. Like she sleeps like a rock. The other two, one of my oldest sleepwalks. <laughs> he gets up and he's like, it's usually he gets up because he has to pee. But then his brain is like, no, you're halfway. You're in limbo, kid. And so he'll just walk around the house. And if we don't catch him in time, he may or may not decide that the bathroom is the bathroom. So he could end up being like peeing in the kitchen. And we're just like, oh, crap. Like we just so you got to catch him because <laughs> oh, he's sleepwalking. He doesn't know any better. And no. then the third one won't wake up. And so she just literally will like start crying in her sleep because she has to potty. But her, she doesn't know what her body is doing, <laughs> so she just starts crying. And so then she's up, and I mean, if look, we catch her in time, she won't have the there. accident. <laughs> we've all been home. We've all been home super late from the bar is, three a.m. You, you may like if you guys ever if you guys ever have more than one, you'll probably recognize this. But a tired child is going to be one kind of drunk person. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> a tired kid will be one version of a drunk adult. Some kind of because one of them is a, the like, I'm talking your ear off. I love you, man. I hate you, man. The other one is the peeing in a random place. Like we like. Right. And then the other one is the drunk friend that you have that will do the most wild and outlandish shit with zero regard for their own safety, let alone anyone else's safety, like their own safety, like that. So I have literally three different kinds of drunk people in my house when it comes to bedtime. <laughs> Man, closing time. Crazy. I'm playing in my head by semi-sonic right now. You know, <laughs> you don't last have last call calls around dinner time. Like you got to. <laughs> All right, last call for milk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so the, my my story here, and it comes from literally yesterday and today as we record this. It's a brand new phenomenon around the bedtime thing because it would be you know, and we you know you might have bath night or you have okay, we're gonna we're gonna brush teeth and then we're gonna watch a video on TV and then we're gonna go do stories and we're going to you know get you in bed and then 
keep having to go back in there and re get you in bed two or three times. Mm -hmm. Um, But the new thing that's happened when she does not want to go to sleep and does not want to go to bed is she will start having a meltdown uh, complete with fake crying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the cold dead eyes is really selling it. Oh gosh. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's it like, we're looking at it. Like, look, we are both my wife and I both performers, both uh, uh, actors of some degree. We know bad acting when we see it. There's no emotion behind what you're doing. You are just making noises. And she decides in the moment she wants to act out while this is happening. So yesterday she decided the cool way to act out is she reaches under the, the coffee table in our living room and she pulled out one of her puzzles and she started breaking off the pieces of the puzzle and throwing yeah. them in random places yeah. around the living room. This is ninja star practice. That's all. <laughs> it was because this is like a never ending <laughs> supply of throwables. <laughs> so she can just start breaking off and two, three pieces still stuck together. That's fine. Throw. Oh, here's another one. throw. And so she threw the entirety of a child's 16 piece puzzle all over our living room yesterday. And we're kind of looking at each other like, okay, do we, do we, do we just, do we grab her and take her in the other room? Do we try to reason with her? And while we're trying to figure that out, she grabbed another <laughs> puzzle. And started throwing those pieces all over the place. And so she did that yesterday. And then today repeated the same thing, except she grabbed the puzzle and ran away, <laughs> ran into our bedroom and started throwing the pieces all over our bedroom. Yeah, that is ingenuity right there. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I'm blown away by, you know, if you could just throw something, that's fine. And we don't want to encourage throwing in our house, obviously, because I don't like when things break. And, and I know that's going to happen as we get older and we go along and emotions become what they are. But if she wants to continue to only throw puzzle pieces, I'm fine with that. It's you could do, do a lot worse. Yeah. Like things, that's not going to break anything. You know, that's fine. Yeah. It's like ineffective ninja stars, you know, great. The only worry I have is like, I don't want to lose any pu- puzzle pieces because, you know, I have a weird ADHD brain that's not going to handle it if we can't find one of those 16 pieces. Oh, no. Here's I already got your solution right now. Yes. What you do is you go to any thrift store, any and like any shop that sells old stuff. You buy all the old puzzles from there that you already know are missing pieces. <laughs> I like it. You let you let those be the tantrum puzzles. <laughs> so that way, if those puzzle pieces and matter of fact, make sure you get those like five hundred to a thousand piece puzzles because they're small so it'll be a lot it won't hurt as much (laughs) those 16 piece puzzles are huge especially those like ones with a back of wood backing you don't want (laughs) oh yeah no No, that's that's the real damage for the same reason that like you can get like a a a fake keyboard to like psych out your cat because like a cat sitting on your keyboard so you get a fake keyboard cat knows that that's fake and it's not going to sit on it it keeps sitting on your keyboard i uh um uh he used to always grab our um uh remote control and so i was like ah i've got an old uh remote left over from an old tv it doesn't even work you know i'll just put that in there and he looked at it like once like nah, i'm playing that and just goes for the actual roku remote so like you can try that decoy thing it has never worked for me <laughs> i mean okay. that's fair all right fair so, enough fair enough. And, I, and i'm hoping that this is a phase that will only last no more longer like it's a mm. one or two day thing and it will go away um because this is it's i don't know there's something extra upsetting to me about disrupting a puzzle for your tantrum <laughs> i don't know there's something about it that was very upsetting so guys uh, and i'll lay it to you do uh besides the the decoy are there any other pieces of advice for how i can get past this problem 
I mean, it, it sounds like it's because it's what my kid is doing, which is like looking for a way to delay uh, bedtime. And like this is a real smart and efficient way because you have 16 pieces. You don't have to go looking around for things, go to grab this pill and then run over here and grab this cup. You've just got 16. You fling it and fling it. And I guarantee you that first time she saw the look in your eyes is like, oh, I'm onto something here. Oh, she there's, definitely did. Yes. There's something going on. <laughs> this is extra. This is extra hurtful when I do this. They they have to go and pick up those things immediately. Otherwise, then it won't be complete. So like, yeah. Uh, so I think the thing you have to do is just wear sunglasses 24-7 so she can't ever tell when she's got you. <laughs> you just have to like just stone face the entire time. And eventually she'll you gotta not up. react, man. You gotta be stoic about it. You can't react. You gotta let it. You just gotta let it ride. Like whatever. Like put like a like a thumbtack in your shoe, and then oh, anytime yeah. she, a lie uh, yeah, and then it's like a lie detector. So anytime <laughs> she throws it, you want to go get it, but you can't. So just like you let the thumbtack get your big toe and just <laughs> stop you from doing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you very much, guys, for listening to my pain on this week. <laughs> hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates, most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Let's talk no for a moment no about our show, Coco Melon. Coco oh, Melon God. is the number oh, one program on Netflix for the year 2020. Highest rated show on Netflix. Season one is three episodes. You don't Houseway. even know. You don't even know because uh, they were the first YouTube channel to surpass one billion weekly views in a really? week. Really? Get a billion views. And that was earlier this year. Like, I don't think they're slowing down. They can't even decide whether or not the people are moving their lips to the song or not. Like, what? How? So, uh, for the people at home, Coco Melon, for the uninitiated, and why would you be unless you have a three-year-old? God, why? But if you have a three-year-old, you know that sound. Know it. Sooner that video starts. Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Coco Melon is a series of nursery rhyme songs. There's no plot to it or anything like that. It's just music videos in a computer animated style that is cheap, but not so cheap. I think that's the best way I could describe it. That has uh, family members going about day-to-day activities, whether it's, you know, feeding the baby or going out on a trip on a bus or what have you. Uh, there's also walking animals here as well. I mean, that's part of this world of. Oh, I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into that. I'm, I'm going to get into it later. I oh, promise God. that because that affected me. And so, it's nursery rhymes paired with real world activities, and yeah, sometimes they lip sync it. Sometimes they don't. It's just a matter I mean, of how they do it in the moment. It's so arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's just that for an hour. It's just an hour of that. They made three episodes in season one. I didn't check to see how many. There's a season two. I'm assuming yes. not very many episodes of season of season two. I think it was three more episodes. Three more episodes. Season two. And yeah. So you've got six hours of nursery rhymes with, uh, you know, pretty non 
nondescript, non-interesting animations happening behind it, and kids love it. It is, I mean, I think you may have hit the nail on the head. It is MTV for preschoolers. Because when MTV first came out, we were like, what? There's a song with pictures, and we can just sit here, and as soon as that's done, you're going to give us another song with pictures. We are already going to just sit here and listen to a song. But, like, this is all my senses. This is all two of my senses being assaulted. Um, (laughs) I get why a preschooler would be just like, oh, I am... This is my jam. This is my Michael Jackson, my Cindy Lauper, uh, my White Snake, if you will. Um, and, and yeah, most of white it is snake. most my of it is uh, public domain. You know, Baba Black Sheep. You know, like nursery rhymes. And then there are songs that are originals. I That's guess you so could call weird, it that. Um, oh, some of these originals were. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like yeah, this thing has. Uh, uh, let's see, how many songs were there? Three, six, nine. 12 15 18 21 uh so this i mean these are just they just strung together a bunch of their youtube videos and called it a, you know an hour of, of an content. episode yeah right um and it's just songs that are like first day of school you're gonna go to school and then the you know the teacher's gonna say hi and then you're gonna say hi to your friends and you're gonna like sit down and then you're gonna go put, go to recess and it's like it feels like education without actually being educational yeah, there's nothing to learn in here, though. But it, but it does feel like, like you said, education. By that, I mean dreadful. There were no, there were a couple of things where it's like clearly okay. You're like, like the the going the first day of school one, where it's like okay, you're clearly trying to say like these are the things that happen when you go to school. Like you get up, you ate breakfast, you get in the car with mom or whoever, you you get driven to school, you the te- you meet the teacher. The teacher shows you where your cubby is. You put your book bag away. Like it was definitely like a Daniel Tiger episode, like condensed into a song. But this is just did it wrong. Anything though, because the same steps are true with prison. So it's true. It's I mean, true. Here's the thing: uh, thirty years School's from now, prison, uh, these Coco Melon people are going to be like, "We need to open up new markets." Okay, well, we'll <laughs> just change the lyrics. We'll keep the same animation because you know. Why not? Why not? We got to cut costs. We got to cut costs, honestly, and just send it right back in. You can just take these cocoa melons and put them on in prison, and oh you know, the murder like rate would skyrocket. Yeah, just put prison sounds and stuff behind it. <laughs> it's the way we shiv, 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 shiv. Uh, yeah, like my biggest thing about this is that it's like they aggressively don't care. Like it they put money into the animation. It's like 3D-ish animation. Not the animation isn't good, but it's not terrible. It's it's it, it feels like it, the, no, but see, that's what makes it terrible. It's because it's so slick and smooth in a lot in most of the ways, but then it's so lazy in a lot of the ways. Like the water in any pool scene just looked like slime. It looked like clear slime the whole time. Like they it's like they wanted to try, but then somebody was like, Stop, that's too much. <laughs> and so they did. We have a budget. This is this must be like latter years. Uh, deep. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're making that look too good. Hold on, hold on. How, what else are you trying to do? What else are you trying to do? Oh no! I just oh, well, I was going to actually render this and do no, 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 man. Look, you, you, you're already five thousand dollars over budget as it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm doing this on my own time. No, 
I said no. no. <laughs> we can't. No, afford- we got to do. We got to take. We got to take some of the animated lips budget out. Okay, so <laughs> they just won't move their lips on some of the songs. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like some of this stuff. Like um, another thing that I hate is that there's no unity of vision. There's no consistency, or you know, like a. Like there are animals in this world that play with them, and then sometimes that was a scary not. scene. I'm sorry, that was a scary scene to me. I just want to put that Which out. Which one? There. Like the basketball one? The basket, like playing basketball with the when the wolf like yeah. like like deed up the, the baby. I was like, what <laughs> yeah. is this? Yeah, there's a the whole song now. So much bigger than the baby. <laughs> this is the most outrageous part of it to me, and the one, the part that really upset me the most about it was, you know, you have all these public domain songs, you know, uh, and and I don't have the list in front of me, but it was along the lines of, you know, wheels on the bus Bob go round and round, five little monkeys, Bob Bob Black like Sheep. yeah, yeah, all exactly, it's all those, and then you just have this one that's just like dunk, dunk, dunk the basketball. <laughs> It's like, what are you even? I do not remember this growing up. This is not something. Wait, don't forget the Yes You Can song that, like, that one was with the dance move that they were doing with the thumbs up on the Yes You Can (laughs) song. Like, I swear, like, that was the best. It is just, it is just so upsetting to me. This, this whole deal, and and apparently, like this one baby with this little blonde curly cue on his head is like the star of the show. His name is JJ, and here's a weird fucking thing because I looked it up, and there's a wiki, there's a there's a Coco Melon wiki because of course there is. It's very sparse in information. I don't know where they get their information, and I don't think this is a typo, but I can't be sure. JJ's name is John J. Schmidt. His his first name is spelled J-H-O-N like a fucking Martian. <laughs> I it's so weird. And then there's also there are theories. There's a theory that John that JJ is either adopted or his mom fucked the milkman because he's got different oh. color hair than everybody else. Yeah. He has a different last name than everybody else. They're all named Thompson. Wait, who, His name is Schmidt. How would they even know? Wait, did they even talk about their last names at any point in that? I don't remember that. See, I they, don't know, but these, I mean, deep story he's a, stuff. So he's a Schmidt. They're Thompsons. They're all brunettes, except for the girl. She's a, she's a redhead, but the others, but, uh, JJ, <laughs> <laughs> is a block. People look exactly the same on this show. So I mean, who could even tell the difference? Like, okay, oh so uh, I want to talk about this basketball game. And Marshall, you you touched upon <laughs> it. Uh, uh, this dunk song is insane. Chan, uh, could we play a little bit of the dunk song for the people at home? Come on, let's rebound, rebound, oh. rebound. We can take the ball. Come on, let's rebound, rebound, rebound. We can take. That's what I was talking about. That is that is bizarre. That is not a nursery rhyme I'm familiar with. And to what Marshall said, there is a scene where all of the animal they're playing animals versus humans, apparently, and the baby is just a player on the on the court. Despite the family, successful. the family walks onto the court, and who walks up against them? Very much basketball movie style, where yeah. 
animals an elephant a wolf a rabbit <laughs> they just rolled up like who got next and, like, and yeah and they roll up like wesley snipes and white men can't jump like they're working a hustle <laughs> and then like the elephant's dunking with his trunk and i mean like it gets crazy because the whole song is about dunking and passing and what have you so there's just a scene where this baby is getting dunked on by everybody Dude, this wait, but then they were showing the dad had moves, and the when they showed face. the dad did a crossover and a behind the back pass to the other kid, and it was they had instant replays in this song, like they everyone did a move and then they would do an instant replay. So he did a crossover dribble, the dad did, and he jukes the pig so the pig falls over. Oh, it's no, incredible. The pig. This is sports he dunked, center, dude. The, they had the dad dunk and um, and like point to the crowd. <laughs> and it was like, but then it looked, but the dad dunked and landed. And then that's when you realize that the hoop was only at seven and a half feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> like right. That's, like that's and, and, when you finally see. To your point, though, there's the point where everybody's playing around. They're just like showing this game. And then it's like the baby gets the ball like, OK, I'm, I'm taking the lane. And then he looks up and all three of them who are like a foot taller each than the baby are all standing in front of him like, you ain't getting past us, kid. So whack. Yo, it was like the worst version of Space Jam. Like, you was so horrible. <laughs> what's amazing about it is the kid just starts levitating off the ground like Jesus <laughs> in speakers and just starts okay. levitating over there for the <laughs> dunk. And then it's revealed at the end, the dad just picked up the kid by the waist. I swear to God. I swear to God. That moment tripped me out so much because I'm watching it. Mind you, I'm watching it with my kids. <laughs> we're already at this point we're already like this is so horrible (laughs) and my oldest is like what dad why did you make us watch and so the babies and like i'm making fun of this thing or like we're just talking about like what is happening with this basketball game and then the baby starts to float and i i kid you not i was like oh no the baby's gonna dunk (laughs) where did did this go And then finds the wolf on the court and runs up to him like, what's up? (laughs) And then when they reveal that it's the dad holding the baby, like my son thought I was like, he, he, he started laughing so hard at me. He's like, oh my God, dad, this is so stupid. You thought the baby jumped and dunked. (laughs) This is the dumbest. Like he made so much fun of me. I was like, I can't do uh, this anymore. Listen, you felt the way that you were supposed to feel. That is <laughs> that is the show messing with your mind. That is appropriate. Um, Chan, what was your favorite part of Coco Melon if you had one? Uh the th- well, one of the things that bothers me is this the weirdly heteronormative aspect of it. Like oh. every everything is like the the wife cooks the dinners and does the laundry and the man because uh, there's the father and son song. So oh, yeah. they play right. catch. They fix things, in this case, bicycles. They work out. Uh, there's like a section of them like doing calisthenics and shit and then like swimming. <laughs> that ca- that uh, that workout was great because that dad was working out in khakis <laughs> and, a po- and a plaid polo shirt. <laughs> buttoned up to the top and i thought that was the greatest part <laughs> it's so yeah it's so weird like uh uh i guess like sort of from the perspective of the child kind of like that uh levitation thing like uh or like the dad like 
dunking and stuff. Like, oh my god, he's like a superhero. Uh, you know, from the dad's perspective, is like, yeah, this, this thing is my is eye level with me. Of course, I'm going to dunk the fucking ball. <laughs> oh, but and I'm going to dunk it hard too. <laughs> oh, and then, the, yeah, like they're at the end, they're like playing in a band. Uh, the dad plays guitar, of course. He can only play fucking Wonderwall. I think we all know that. And the kid's just smacking a fucking fake drum kit, and the, the little <laughs> baby's playing a harmonica. And like, I want to see one of those videos, like the uh, um, uh, where they do uh, um, uh, music videos without music. Uh, so they'll take out the music and then like make uh, like Foley noises for, you know, like Mick Jagger and David Boyd, just sort of like walking and sort of dancing <laughs> you know like this dad uh they're super fun i love them i just want to see that uh and only for this and just see the the dad just like plonk plonk not <laughs> you know how to play the chords just like plonk plonk and the kid just go like <laughs> and then the harmonica is like because that is what is happening right there God, that's beautiful. No, and, then mom, and then mom and the daughter walk in from their soccer game, which yeah. they were both playing together, apparently, because they had the same uniform on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were wearing the same kit. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if they're going to play basketball and dad's just going to come in like, I got this, of course mom's going to come in and just like, wham, wham. Yeah, where's your fucking goalie skills now, huh? Wham, wham. Yeah, we're killing you. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Chan, the thing I wanted to bring up about this show is, it's for some reason, the people who make it are like shrouded in secrecy. And you looked into this a little bit, it's and I so wanted to get weird. into it while we still have some time left. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've looked at like, uh, there's only a few articles about Coco Melon because, you know, most people don't care. But right. like, uh, uh, like the early ones are just like, um, it's completely anonymous. We don't know who these friggin' people are. Um, and then wow. later on, it uh, they're finding out that it's run by uh, t- two people. Uh, uh, something John. Um, I mean, maybe that's where the J H O N comes from. Yeah, He's, right. uh, I believe, a uh, Korean guy, and his wife, who is uh, uh, um, uh, J John, uh, and his anonymous wife. Uh, he's fifty-five years old. They run this company, which has got twenty people, and that's that's it. <clears throat> they just make this stuff. They and just make Coco Melon videos. That's it. That's all they do. It used to be called ABC Kid TV, and they changed it to Coco Melon. And uh, whatever they're doing at YouTube works. It, it hits the algorithm for sure. That's the part that really confused me as I was looking up a little bit of background information. And some of the articles I was reading, it was just like, we couldn't find this. The numbers we were given for this company didn't exist. We couldn't <laughs> find them for years. And it's just like, what did aliens make this? And it, I found no, out that aliens like, made this. If I, we find out this was an elaborate pinky in the brain rouge, oh uh, we, <laughs> we have fallen for it. I mean, pinky in the brain, it could just be friggin' North Korea. Who are just like, uh, I don't know if they're implanting messages or they're just like, you know what? Mm. We're going to shovel garbage at the United States. They're going to eat it because that's what they do. Uh, (laughs) It's empty calories. They're going to get slow and stupid. And we're going to make so much money from them. Oh, Chan, I realize you you think the the kid's name is John. It's actually Zhang. Yeah. And that's how they got us. Yep. Right there. Uh, And they live in Orange County. Because of course they do. <laughs> Orange <laughs> County is exactly where something like this would be. That is basically they run this company crack. out of their garage in Orange County. 
<laughs> yeah, all 20 people are in that garage. And all of them. All of them. <laughs> it's, it's just the house from Silicon Valley. They just all live in that house <laughs> and work around the dining table. Um, oh so, guys, God. I'm going to ask a question here because we're up against it now. Uh, uh, is this, is Coco Melon a show that you as a parent, now we're not talking about whether your kid would want to watch it, because the answer for everything we're going to watch is yes. The kids will want to watch it. No, it not this one. I promise you, my kids don't want to okay. ever see this. Well, you're, I think you're out of the uh, the window. This is That's true. Is this, this a preschooler for sure? Olds, yeah. Oh, so me and Chan are like right there in the in the, in the group. Y'all. And that was, <laughs> it was never something that I introduced to him. He found it. And and then asks for it, and now you know I have to decide whether to let him watch or not. And I, I can I can confirm this exact story. One day she just started watching Coco Melon on on the iPad, and 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 I don't know where it came from. It but now it's in our lives. Tell me that's not a North thing. Korean plot. Tell me that's the that's the technology they're using. They're just putting it into people's iPads like without them even knowing. Like you don't even have to search for it. It just showed up. So I asked the question as a parent. Is this something you're comfortable watching yourself 50 to 60 times in a row on loop? Marshall Givens, I think I know my answer. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with it. comfortable watching this many times? It's a no for me, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Chad. I I think this is a universal, like one one of those things that every parent can get behind that like you love what it does for your kid. It shuts them up they will stop bothering you for a period of time the period of time is variable but you have uh, a small piece of your brain back to yourself for that period of time and whatever it does to the kid you know like you hope it's not real bad and it seems like it's not real bad but again could be a north korean plot Uh, (laughs) could be and uh, even then fix it later if it turns out that like it lowers a child's IQ by six points, I'd be like, okay, like he's probably a little bit above average intelligence, right? So like, <laughs> take him down to like, you know, not normal. That's fine. Um, That's I, a sacrifice you're willing to make. <laughs> I cannot stand it, but I will turn it on and 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 just tune it out. I have a hard time tuning it out. No, I I I apparently like I it's. She's been watching it from time to time. She prefers other programs to it. And my wife really does not care for it at all. So she tries to steer her towards something else Mm -hmm. when it seems like the thing that it's about to go to. For me, it's an absolute no. This is the animation is slightly better than a different uh, Netflix YouTube show, Little Baby Bum, which is this, but but like (laughs) one tenth of the budget. And so everybody walks around with the same robotic, straightforward animations, but it's very similar in theme to what Little Baby Bum is. I suppose maybe we should do that for another episode of the show. Um, but Coco Melon, I, I absolutely would not want to watch it. But if it was on in the background, I would probably not want it on in the background. So I will say no as well. So that's a triple no. So if you're a parent at home and you have a choice of Coco Melon or something else, you take the box. This is let's make a deal. You take the box. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and because mm-hmm. you already know you don't want this. You don't want this. Did you know that there are toys? No. And some people can get like Cabbage Patch crazy over them. Oh, over no. the Coco Melon toys? They're actually kind of like it. Uh, as near as I can tell, it's uh, like a soft body, hard head kind of situation. Oh, um, and if you I haven't look, seen any of those in the store. Uh, this one lady uh, uh, tonight at Target in Chesapeake, Virginia, I found it buried behind a Barbie. 
not today, Barbie. You don't <laughs> sing the song of my toddler's people. As I gleefully skipped to the front of the store, talking to myself and smiling. I'm sure I looked unstable, but my son is going to love this. The doll exists and you can find it and it's worth all the effort. Today, tonight, I experienced a miracle in the toy aisle and I'm beyond thankful to the target gods. That is that is a thing that, that exists in the world. Like, that hurts. Yeah, that there hurts. are runs on these things, I guess. Man, that I feel like that's a person without a lot going for them. <laughs> that they're that excited about this. They I mean, bought that's... that for themselves. That's not for no kid. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put this in gonna be mint condition. I'm gonna sell it entire on this in 20 years. <sighs> Don't crack Finally. the edge. Don't crack the corner. <laughs> I've got the well, guys, to that is... my collection. That is the first episode of My Three Dads. Thank you so much for listening. We've enjoyed talking about fatherhood, talking about our kids, and Cocoa Melon. Oh, boy, did we watch that Cocoa Melon. What a delight. <laughs> um, so un- un- until next week, uh, let's do a little social media. Uh, uh, Marshall Gibbons, where can people find you if they would like to follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Mr. Happy Givens on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. I'm at 999 RPMs. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. And by the time we get this thing rolling, I'm sure we'll have email addresses and social media sites for this show. Uh, like I say, this is sort of a spur of the moment. We wanted to make it happen and put it out there and get, get feedback from the people. Yeah. So if there's anything you think we should do, uh, by all means, hit us up individually, and we will have more social media going forward. Yeah, and if you, if you like it, let us know. Uh, maybe it'll push us to do it a little faster. If not, you know, like... We'll get around to it when we get around to it. And we'll post them. It'll be right. fine. The, the, we got kids. We can't be going on your schedule. <laughs> That's also true. Really, this is a show for us. But if you like it, then it becomes a show for you. And that changes the dynamic entirely. Yeah. <laughs> so until next week, thank you so much for listening. And we will add a catchphrase here, I'm sure, at some point in the future. The balcony we'll is now closed. Don't do that before, right? Don't toss the baby with the bathwater. And nobody (laughs) puts baby in a corner except us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we'll workshop this. Something better than that, obviously.